We had a bunch of free agent signings. Let's talk about them next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, November 30th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's start with the Mets, who are signing everybody. Max Scherzer and Starling Marte are headed to the New York Mets. Scherzer on a three-year, $130 million deal, and Starling Marte on a four-year, $78 million deal. Scotty, we'll start there. I don't really think this changes their value for fantasy very much. What do you think? I mean, they're big, high-profile signings, of course. Starling Marte, the best free agent center fielder. Max Scherzer, a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like it does either. It's a it's it's a venue upgrade for Starling Marte, and, and so maybe he can get back to being like a twenty homer type outfielder. But of course, you're mainly drafting him for the steals with some batting average. You know, in, in both Marte and, and Scherzer's case, the, the, the real question is if age is going to start catching up to them. Of course, Scherzer, 37 years old, has shown no signs of it yet. But, you know, it, for Scherzer, two Cy Youngs with the Nationals, a Cy Young with the Tigers, nearly won another one as a Dodger. I, I don't think it mattered if his next destination was the Mets or the Moon. He's, he's going to be He's going to be a top five starting pitcher off the board again. Yep, and just this past season, he finished as the SP1 in 5x5 Roto, the SP2 in fantasy points per game. Just has to stay healthy. That's all we need from Max Scherzer. Let's go to the Texas Rangers, who are spending quite a bit of money uh, themselves. Corey Seager, 10 years, $325 million and 147 games since the start of 2020. 306 batting average, 31 homers, 926 OPS. Uh, Scott, how much do you think this venue change affects Corey Seager's fantasy value. Well, it, it is a step in the wrong direction. Uh, the Rangers' new park hasn't been around for long to, for us to have a, a clear grasp of how it plays. It really takes three years of data to know, and it's only been like a year and a half. Uh, but it, it seems to favor pitchers. And, and Dodger Stadium, you know, it kind of has a reputation as a pitcher's park, but it's not really. And in particular, uh, a lot of home runs are hit there. It's a favorable park for home runs. More than that, and Seager's losing the Dodgers' supporting cast, which bolsters his run production, um, his run scored, his RBI, and uh, it, it makes him, you know, not he, he's not in a position to be pitched around in the Dodgers lineup like he will be for the Rangers. So it's 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 it doesn't help Seager's case. However, I feel like Seager's skill set is the sort that would translate to any park. Hits the ball very hard. High drive, high live line drive rate. Um, you look at his expected stats, elite, really the last two years. And, you know, I, I might move him behind Xander Bogarts in my rankings because of this signing, more because of the sporting cast than the venue change. But I, I still think Corey Seeger's best we haven't even seen yet. All right. Well, let's stick with the Texas Rangers. We know Seeger will be playing shortstop. Marcus Semien will be playing second base for them. Seven years, $175 million to the Texas Rangers. Just hit 45 homers, over 100 runs, over 100 RBI, 15 steals. He was the number seven overall player in 5x5 Roto. The difference here, Scott, is he takes an even bigger downgrade in terms of the park that he's changing, the lineup that he's coming from. Uh, So how much are you looking to downgrade Marcus Semien now that he's with the Rangers? So this is a lot more concerning than Seager to me because, yeah, the the park shift is even more extreme. The lineup downgrade is similar, but I, I just think Simeon 
Bolt's profile is more dependent on his surroundings surroundings than Seeger's is. You know, for most of Simeon's career, he's been like a 725 OPS guy. He has the outlier season in 2019 and in 2021, third place in AL MVP voting both years with a pretty rough 2020 in between. And the rest of his career looks more like that 2020. So that's for starters. Also, unlike Seeger, doesn't hit the ball very hard on average. Uh, puts it in the air a lot. So he, he, he sells out for home runs despite not having a lot of natural pop. And I think you need a small park for that to work in your favor, particularly with the change in baseball. And I understand what he did in 2019, but remember that was still with the juiced ball. So, yeah, I don't trust the profile for Simeon in a, in a big environment with a poor supporting cast. I'm not saying he's going to turn back into a pumpkin, but I'm saying, I'm saying that those fears are 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 even more um, on, or it should be even more top of mind when you go to draft him now that he's with the Texas Rangers. Let's wrap up quickly here with these two starting pitchers: Kevin Gosman to the Toronto Blue Jays, replacing Robbie Ray, who is headed to the. Seattle Mariners, they both signed five-year deals. Obviously, it's a negative park shift for Kevin Gosman. It's a positive park shift for yeah. Robbie Ray. Uh, what do you think about yeah. these two signings? Yeah, uh, encouraging for Robbie Ray, of course. I, I think if if you... I, I think moving to the Mariners gives him uh, a chance to regress slightly and still remain a high-end fantasy pitcher because it's such a favorable pitcher's park, and he's a guy who allows hard contact, a lot of fly balls. A big venue is going to be good for him. But ultimately, Robbie Ray's ability to sustain his breakthrough is if he can keep the walks down. Um, we've already seen that he's a scion caliber pitcher in Toronto, of all places, when he does that. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it's it's going to be a radical change in value for him. And and the same's for Gosman. I mean, definitely a situation where he goes to a worse park, but you look at his XFIP, which is a, a venue neutral stat, and it was still among the best in baseball with the Giants. So it's not like he was a product of uh of of the venue he was pitching. And and by the way, Giants, you know, their stadium played fairly the two years Gosman was there. It wasn't the extreme pitcher's paradise we've long known it to be. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Thursday morning. Bye-bye.